A woman named Dawn rose to speak, and she got about three minutes, and it was an absolutely inspiring moment. She began by talking about the mask diktats, which have been so harmful to children, and quickly transitioned into talking about the perverse pornographic sex ed that has been moved into the schools, which the boss of government schools, Chris Rakedall, lied and said, no, there's, there's, there's no curriculum. It's just, it's a framework. Well, no, he'd already approved two forms of curricula, Flash and the three R's, both of which are perverse. People are beginning to pay attention to this. Dawn is that woman. She joins us now on the Todd Herman Show. Dawn, welcome to the program. Hi, Todd. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure. I want to tell you, um, you gave a lot of people hope when you stood to the Puyallup School District and said what you said. Um, tell my audience what is being taught to children of a sexual nature in the Palop School Districts and in other districts around this area. Um, well, it, it all began when I noticed uh, Zyger Elementary had posted a display for Pride. Um, and this is an elementary school, but they had all of these uh, flags, first of all, um, including pansexual, polysexual, genderqueer. Um, and these are, are very graphic uh, terms that elementary school kids, age, kids ages 5 to 12, have no, no business learning anything like this. Um, but it went on from there that some of the books in the display were, were horrifically inappropriate. Um, the one that I focused on the most was the most inappropriate called Felix Ever After, and um, it is a book that um, the, the main character is a, uh, a born female individual who identifies as a transgender male. You can see her surgery scars on the book. And this was posted um, in the middle of the school the, um, in the display. Um, there, the F-bomb is in this book um, 66 times in the first 90 pages. Um, there's drug use by the underage kids. There's alcohol use. There's sex by these underage kids. And it has no business being in the school district at all, let alone in an elementary school. Um, and that's, if this is what's in the elementary school, what are they teaching in the, in the high schools and the middle schools? Yep, I'll answer some of that. Don's with us. She's a parent and shows to speak up to the Piaf School District. I want you guys to stay tuned because I want Don to tell you the cost of what she's of what what prior to this the things she's gone through. I want you to hear what bravery means because I want you to understand up, understand this country's not done. Well, there's people like Don who will not fold. Let me answer that question for you, Don. In high school in states like Washington State, um, kids are taught sexual blood play. So that's where you cut yourself or somehow make yourselves bleed and you and you involve the blood within your sexual activity. Um, they were given a there was a so-called fictional game that suggested that older students, seniors have a contest to see who could bed the youngest classmate, who could have sex with the youngest classmate. Um, now we know that there was a middle school who said it was an accident that they sent out Planned Parenthood propaganda telling 15-year-olds, hey, it's legal for you to have sex with 11-year-olds, and 11-year-olds, it's legal for you to have sex with, with 9-year-olds. This was sent home with kids, and now the teacher or the principal said, oh, we'll never do that again. We won't let Planned Parenthood do this again. So that's what's being taught. 
Now, you're no stranger mm-hmm. to these battles, and I want to talk about this, but you said there was a difference this time when you spoke up. There was a different response. Can you tell my audience about that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, normally, when I say things like what I said at the school board meeting, um, I, I get a lot of hate. You know, I'll get um, hateful messages like on Facebook, and um, and I just get a lot of hate. But this time there was um, an overwhelming positive response, people thanking me for speaking out and uh, totally agreeing with me. Um, and any opposition was not directed at me at all, and it was very few. Um, so I, I found that really encouraging and amazing, especially because these poor teachers have to uh, suffer in silence. They're made to suffer in silence and are unable to respond um, and fight back when when this sort of thing is in their schools. Are you aware of teachers who um, who feel threatened and are, are therefore they they hate this stuff and but they can't speak out for fear they'll be fired or worse? Oh, absolutely! Like most specifically at Zyger, but yes, all over um, at Zyger, there is a letter that teachers have written—an anonymous letter. Um, decrying this display specifically, and they had to say it was anonymous. And I've been trying to get someone, to, uh, one of the teachers, to come on the record, and they haven't. I, I haven't found anyone brave enough to do so, because they know that there will be repercussions. There has been in the past. Um, it's hard for parents with kids in that school to speak out as well against this because. They know that the repercussions will come not against them, the parents, but will be um, put upon their kids in the school. And knowing that um, this school year, it was uh, locked down. Parents were not allowed in the school at all because of the coronavirus rules. And so things like this display was not seen by parents at all. The only reason that this display was brought to the attention of the parents was because of the hubris of the principal of this school who um, stupidly put it up on their on their Facebook page for the school. And that's and how this, parents became aware. And, Don, this principal, as I understand it, is is absolutely defiant of any parental wishes to not see their young elementary age kids sexualized. That Doesn't he, walking about the school with sexual propaganda on his person? Absolutely, yes. He, he has... Um, this isn't the first time he's done anything like this. He put up um, the rainbow flag, but inappropriately in April. And when um, teachers and parents tried to um, tried to protest this, um, it was only when the school board intervened that he moved it from um, from the flag to his office. And then he has um, the rainbow flag mask on. And even when parents um, of kids, you know, he, he'll uh, post pictures on the Facebook page with students who he knows that the students and the families don't approve of that, but he'll post pictures with himself um, and the students with the rainbow flag mask on, and, and he refuses to change. Um, he refuses to, to do anything different. Yeah, and in this state, um, separate country of Washington State, he doesn't have to because this stuff, sexualizing kids has the full and complete backing of Chris Rakedall, the boss of government schools. 
And these two curricula that now exist within the schools that are pre-approved by the boss of government schools, Chris Rakedahl. Let me give you some other examples. Don, I hate saying this to uh, to people. I just I want moms and dads, and it'd be great if dads had more time to get down and go to these meetings as well. There's so many mar- women are carrying the weight on this. Here's a great example of classroom activity. Um, they talk a lot about sex toys and how that's perfectly normal, et cetera. And then teachers are given in one of the curricula a handout that if, um, to, to, if, if a kid came to a teacher and said, hey, by the way, I, I don't have the money for sex toys, the teachers can say, well, you can use a, um, a battery-operated toothbrush or you could use vegetables, and they have a handout they give the kids. Here's how to do this. There's one other element to this that's more disturbing than any of this, and this is how this curricula frames parents. So let's talk about that after we check traffic with right-way traffic. Dawn is with us. She's a um, woman who decided to speak up and has been doing this for a while, but this time in the Palop School District saw a huge change in how her message was received, which is a message of don't sexualize little kids. Don't do this. This is not the job of schools. In this curricula, Dawn, um, there is a treatment of parents are referred to as non-trusted adults. Now, folks, hear this. This curricula tells kids that they may not feel comfortable talking to their parents, particularly if the parents are religious or conservative, and they should instead seek out a, quote, trusted adult like this principal, Don, or like a counselor at the school or a Planned Parenthood representative at the school. Now, this isn't new. A few years ago, Don, you went to an event where it seems that good members of the sexual left were doing everything they could to divorce parents from seeing what was going on in libraries. But that's that the story doesn't end there. This is where I want people to hear about bravery. Tell people about that event where the, these people in the sexual left did not want parents seeing what was going on. Um, well, uh, myself and, and several moms, um, went to go uh, see what was happening at the Teen Pride event at the King County Library at the Renton Branch um, in June of 2019. Um, it was it was posted as a teen event, but it was open to the public. And so we went there, and we, they were giving away, um, you know, condoms and um, flavored lubricants, and they were raffling off binders to kids, um, and for those who don't know, binders are what um, girls who think that they should be boys wear to um, to compress their breasts so they can have a more masculine chest. Um, but there came a point when the library decided that they didn't want me and another mom there anymore. And so they told us to leave, but we wouldn't because it was a public event. So they called the police and had us thrown out. Um, at once the police left and we were waiting outside for another mom who was still inside, Antifa moved in and were um, circling us and threatening us. Um, at one point, we were trying to pray, the three of us, when the other mom came out. And uh, they were blowing whistles behind our backs um, in our ears trying to disrupt our prayers. Um, I, I had to call the police to come and, and uh, move them away so we could move to our cars um, unhindered. Um, but, but yes, they, um, a few days later, we went to a library board meeting and Antifa was there too. They had a baseball bat. Uh, police had to be called again. Then, um, there was an arrest made of an Antifa member at that time. 
also that they um, they really Antifa really pushes this um, sexualization of kids because we are protesting the kids events, kids, teens, underage people. Right. Um, the the library event itself, we know that the um, teen the teen librarian actually went to the schools, uh, um, the gay clubs at the schools in the area. Um, and told the kids about it. And she told the kids that transportation would be provided and that their parents did not need to know that they were there. Okay, so everybody follow the thread, please. So those of us who've seen Antifa on the streets, and these are the, you, you know who they are, and those of us who've had to, you know, confront these people, they're plenty tough, 20 to 1, plenty tough, 15 to 1, not as tough, 5 to 1, I can tell you from experience. They're plenty tough when they're carrying baseball bats around moms who are simply saying, we don't want men dressed as women doing sexualized dances for little kids in, in, in libraries. The cops come and kick the moms out and Antifa's outside. Why is it that a so-called anti-fascist group is so set upon sexualizing little kids? Because none of this is about fascism. Now, Don, that didn't make. In fact, they're practicing fascism. What Antifa's doing, that so that did not deter you. That did not stop you. You kept going. Did you know at that moment that you're a brave woman? Did you did you know I'm being brave, or did that ever occur to you? Uh, no, I was kind of terrified. So yeah. <laughs> but but but, um, but but being terrified that that sane people are terrified. When there are insane people threatening them with baseball bats, but bravery is not the absence of fear. Did it? It, it, it honestly never occurred to you that you're a brave woman. Um. Well, maybe uh, once or twice, but you know, mostly I just try to push forward because it, it isn't about me at all. It's about these kids. Kids do not deserve to be sexualized like this. Um, it's it's absolutely horrendous. Um, somebody has to say something, and I'm somebody. Okay, so I want to get to saying something, and yes, you are somebody. I want to, again, repeat for everybody a pledge I'm asking you to take for the next school year, and it goes like this. If a teacher is forced to teach pornographic, perverse sex ed to your kids, that teacher is forced to answer your sexual questions. It's not about hassling teachers. It's about making it more uncomfortable to do what the party says than not. So you say to these teachers, by the way, do you have sex toys at home? If so, how many? You say that to their face. You ask the school board members, by the way, have, um, do you, uh, sir, do you use pornography? The, the curriculum says pornography is good for people. Do you have, a, do you have a, 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 an account at a pornographic website? How often do you use it? What do you do while you watch? It's your opportunity to make them live in the world they create. Also, Dom, this, and I hope that you'll spread this around the moms in Western Washington. If it is illegal, it is illegal for adults to use sexual material to show sexual material to children. It is a form of grooming. It is illegal in RCW's criminal law. I am begging parents to tell every teacher in every school, you show my kids sexual content, I'm personally calling 911, we'll let the police sort it out. And a note to the police, you're going to have to respond to the calls. 
We're going to public document request the calls. We're going to have recordings of them. So that's those are some of my ideas. Um, you don't have to agree with them, but what ideas do you have as we have about two minutes left here, Dawn? Um, I, I honestly think those are great ideas, but we should also make sure that we are um, are involved as much as possible. We absolutely should speak out at board meetings um, and don't just speak once. Uh, you know, write letters and hold them accountable. Make phone calls. Um, be a thorn in their side because the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Well, be that squeaky wheel. You know, we sh- we cannot just let this stuff um, go. We don't get to just speak once and say, "Okay, we're done." We have to we have to be the thorn in their side. We absolutely can't let it go. Um, right. And be aware of what is going on in the schools. Um, it, they make it really difficult. Like I said, the Zyger had uh, COVID rules, so no parents allowed. But, you know, ask to see the curriculum. Ask to see every bit of it. Um, yep. Be aware of the books that are being read. Um, I know that they sneak it in at the youngest of ages, like the, just the picture books, such as uh, Read a Crayon Story. I had a mom who was horrified when her daughter spoke up uh, and said, oh, we read that book at school when she was speaking out against such stuff uh, to her legislator. So it absolutely it's in there. It's already in there. Be aware. Right. Take pictures of this stuff that's curriculum. Take it, blow it up, put it in their faces. And for instance, you can show them pictures from books where kids are taught are taught Like, here's a picture on how to perform this specific sex act, which can lead to injury. I won't tell you that because I know there's families listening. Blow that picture up, poster size, take it in and say, and I'm telling you, ask the school board members, raise your hand if you do this. Raise your hand if you do this. Make them live in the worlds they're creating for us. And fellow men, dudes. If some random person showed your kid this stuff in a mall, does that random person make it back to the car with teeth? I'm not saying hit teachers. I'm not saying hit people. I'm asking. We need to get involved. Don, you are a brave woman, and I'm going to ask that God grant you his full armor of protection that I'm sure you put on every day. Thank you for joining us in the Todd Herman Show, Don. Oh, thank you so much, Todd, for having me. I really appreciate that. Well, it's our honor. Todd Herman Show will continue.